You are listening to Pardon My K-Pop with Mary and Jeff. This week we're talking about Twice as the Feels, Idol School Show Manipulation, and our top five Wild West themed K-Pop music videos. Hello, everyone. Hello. Happy Tuesday. Although I don't know when this actually comes out. But. Yeah, and happy Thanksgiving. I mean, Thanksgiving's over, but or if you're American, true. Have a good Thanksgiving when it comes. What day yes. is it, Mary? Pop quiz. Oh my God, I I don't know. November. I'm Canadian. Oh. Twenty. Cannot confirm. I am Canadian. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I know some. You had some mosquito bites today because I actually just got back from tennis and I had some nasty <sighs> ones. Even though it's October, I feel like it's kind of late for mosquitoes. Oh my goodness! Yeah. But I want to ask from camping this weekend. Just how many bites do you have? Oh, I only have. Wait, I think I have four. I was gonna say two, <laughs> but I have one on each arm. I have one right on my hairline, and then I have one on my cheek. <laughs> that was a funny place to go. I know, it's so awkward. I think that's pretty good for camping. Yeah, I think so too. For, just before mosquito bites. Do you yeah. have do you have more delicious blood than your friends that you went with? I think so. We I actually had this conversation with my friend that was there because they didn't get bitten at all. <sighs> and every time I go out, I think my blood or something like an enzyme in my blood is more delicious. So <laughs> I always get bitten first. Yeah. But only four times. That's pretty good. Yeah, four times is good. Hmm. So what were you listening to on your camping trip? What were you listening to this week? Oh, well, of all your friends. On my camping trip, I was listening to K- uh, Spotify whole anthems, but <laughs> right, <of> for, <laughs> for my K-pop on repeat song specifically, I listened to Watercolor by Wein. such a good song i don't know how she nailed every part of that song i know the song is just amazing beginning to end and i really wish it had more views or it was more popular actually i was gonna make the same comment but nine million for like a solo from mama moo i feel like that's actually pretty good you think so maybe it's just because a lot of soloists from groups tend to not do that well anyway so i actually feel like nine million is pretty good in comparison like tell you okay. exception from snsd right that's true but i mean hwasa and solar i'm pretty sure their solos were more than nine million i would i'm gonna look it up right now in the show because solar right spit it out which is yeah not my cup of, cup of tea and i feel like it wasn't the world's cup of tea and 20 has. million yeah what do i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that's kind of sad right it is and i do think it kind of plays off of how popular they are as individuals Wein has her own color, but I do think she gets outshined by Hwasa and Solar, who just have such strong personalities on, on TV. Yeah. Which really sucks because Watercolor is an amazing song. It's probably my favorite of all the soloists. Yes. Like all the solo songs that Mamamoo has released. I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah. Maria from Hwasa was pretty good. Yeah, but it's very different from Watercolor. Like I feel like yeah. I can't really even compare them. Yeah. They're both true. really, really good, but if I did have to pick. I think I would actually pick watercolor. Yeah, it's more my type of song. Well, yeah. I do like the hype song was released, but something about ugh, yeah. the voice is just so nice. Weirdens. Yeah. All right, Jeff. What is your song on repeat? My song on repeat is "Ah oh, Yeah" by EXID.
So kind of embarrassing reason for this pick was I actually picked Aya by Winner oh. initially because it's such a good song. But before the podcast, whenever I was trying to think of the Winner song, yeah. I thought of this song instead because <laughs> the Aya is just so much more catchy in this song. Yeah. So I had to switch my song on repeat because the song got stuck in my head because of that. That's hilarious. Poor and, Winner. <laughs> yeah. And you can't see this, but while Aya was playing, me and Jeff are just, you know, doing the chorus good dance, dance moves. Yeah. Yeah. Really catchy dance. Very, very catchy. <laughs> Oh, man, I wish I actually knew how to play the guitar. That would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded pretty good, I think. Yeah? What note was I playing? I was just playing all of them. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's a, that's a chord. All yeah, of them. Thanks, yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, thankfully, the music videos we'll be talking about this week are going to sound better than that. That's right. Yeah, it won't be hard, but... <laughs> no shade to Jeff. <laughs> well, the first one we're doing is Twice the Feels. Maybe we shouldn't have done this first because I don't even want to talk about the other songs compared to this one. <laughs> I, but I'm biased to Twice, so. Yeah, I loved it on the first listen. It's full English, and I thought they did a really decent job with the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Well, how did you find out the other 20 listens? <laughs> I loved it so much. Well, I went back over and over again to re-listen to it. Right. The lyrics are well-written, I thought. Yeah. And it, it sounded like an English song. Like, it's very catchy. The lyrics make sense. And Twice's pronunciation is really, really good. Crazy good. Like, uh, even compared to BTS, which kind of surprised me too. Not that BTS has bad pronunciation or anything like that. But they were so clear in this. It was crazy. Especially compared to their other English tra track. So they have one other English one, which is when they covered I Want You Back by Jackson 5. <gasps> right. Yes. I was one. trying to see if you uh, had that oh, trivia knowledge. Um, yeah, and the pronunciation of that wasn't as strong as this. So they no. definitely leveled up on that. Yeah, this was out of the left field. I didn't know they were going to release a full English song. I do yeah. agree with your comments about the English, like twice as English in this being better than BTS's. Mm. I think in BTS, there's a few of the members that have really, really good pronunciation. And then there's a few that their pronunciation is still good. Yeah. But there's a little bit of like a lisp or like an yeah. accent that you can still sort of hear. Well, their English is way better than my Korean. So it's not yeah. like I can judge them. But uh, it's true. 100%. It is a little bit noticeable, right? Yeah, 100%. I love the MV as well because I think the whole time they're it's like a story, right? They're in a giant walk-in closet. They're like getting ready for a party and then they go to the party and it's maybe like prom night a little bit. Yeah. Do you think it was trying to be aimed to like American audiences in some way? I, I feel like it would be, but at the same time, I'm not sure if their target audience is who I'm thinking of because mm. for me, the song, like Twice's voice is a bit too high in this. Yeah. For me, I think Jihyu... Sorry, Jihyo, Jihyo um, and Nayeon, their voices really suited the song because yeah. they were lower. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but the rest of it was a little bit too cute. And I think one of our friends made that comment as well. Yeah, well, it is interesting that they um, wanted to make a full English song but didn't actually try to gear it to American audiences in any way other than maybe the prom theming. Mm -hmm. um, but they did get number 83 on Billboard, I saw. Oh, that's really cool. good. It's yeah. the first time for them to be on Billboard. Yeah, and I do think this song has twice vibes. So if they yeah. make it on Billboard being twice, I'm happy. But I feel like it won't make it as big as like a Blackfinger BTS song because it is such a twice song. Yes. But that, that is, is why I love that song. So. Yes, that is also true. Yeah. 
Um, and despite being so bubbly, I thought the dances are getting a little bit more mature and sexy. Yeah, you felt the same way. Definitely. The outfits as well, a little bit, feel a lot more mature. Um, I also, a little off topic, but I love Momo's hair. It's this like short wavy bob and it's yeah. got like a layer of like blue under it. It looks amazing. Yeah. Well, I thought they all killed it, but I didn't notice Momo. Mm. And Cheon too, actually being very noticeable in this music video to me yeah that's okay so cheon yeah. stood out to me okay because <laughs> her lip syncing oh. is weird oh you noticed it eh? yeah because she keeps sticking her tongue in between her teeth <laughs> as if she's making the th sound yeah right. but she's not saying any of the words she's saying like you got me good and i want to be a boo but yeah. her teeth is in like her tongue is in between her teeth or like i can feel a real connection but yeah. i see her tongue and i don't understand why oh that's interesting I never know how they film it for music videos, too. I want to check it with Mamamoo, but when they film the Japanese versions and mm -hmm. stuff like that, they tend to use a different footage, right? Uh, yes, they do. They should. They film it like all three times, lip syncing all three versions, for example. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. It's yeah. Age. And in this video, I noticed, so they did, they're lip syncing English, for sure. Yeah. Because Mina, Dakyon, Zuyu, and Momo, I thought were the most natural with the lip syncing. Right. Whereas I think some of the other members, you could kind of tell that... I could hear the accent as they were lip syncing, even though I couldn't hear it. Does that make sense? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> Maybe? Yeah, so like, for example, what's a good one? Uh, Jihyo goes lightning straight to my heart, oh yeah. Yeah. But I feel like when she lip syncs it, her mouth movements are not the same. Well, you really watch this music video. <laughs> I, I just I just stare at their lips. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I get you. Um, no, that's super interesting. It's one of those funny things that like, yeah, maybe they've always done that, but since it's Korean, we can't really notice that. And now that's we notice it a lot because it's English. Yeah, that's, no, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Did you add it to your playlist? Oh, yes. Hell yeah, yes. Yeah, for sure. The only Twice song I think I don't have is Cheer Up. Yeah, I don't have that song. I hate that song. I also don't have Signal. I don't hate Signal, but I just, it, the vibe's not for yeah. me sometimes. Well, that's still like crazy amount of dislikes on that video. Did you ever see that? It has I like one did. third dislikes and I don't know why. I don't, I mean, when it first came out, I don't think I loved it, but I didn't hate it as much as other people yeah, did apparently. Were, yeah, I thought it was okay. I thought it fit yeah. the concept well. I don't know. I think some people felt like it was mistreating twice in some way. I don't know. I, I don't know, but man. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Yeah. Um, so we got Aespa's Savage as our second song. I feel like you have a lot to say about either the song or the dance. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Well, yeah, let's start with the dance okay. first. Because that's the part I can be the nicest. <laughs> you, made, you like made a face while well, you played it. No, it's just like a TikTok dance. Like it's definitely yeah. main, the main move is catchy. Like the doo doo doo. Mm. Like I, I, I like the dance. Yeah. It was yeah. more of a TikTok dance. It was like pretty basic for them. Yeah, that's true, actually. Well, but next level was a little bit fancier, right? Like, it's a little bit more challenging. Next level was definitely fancier, for sure. But yeah. I do have to say that the formation is still really good in this dance, and it's still super memorable, even if it is, you know, the chorus is kind of like a TikTok dance. Yeah. Well, so what did you think about the song? I cannot remember a single part of the song. Like, if you told me to hum this song, I can't pick out a single part that I remember, and I have listened to this song at least five times. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, it's also, what was the other song we talked about the last episode that was like 20 different songs in one song? Was it Espa's Next Level? 
maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that just seems like kind of an SM move to do now. Yeah. Oh, oh it was, um, was it Sticker? No, it wasn't Sticker by NCT. <sighs> no, maybe not. No, we talked about something. <laughs> it's very common. It seems very common in K-pop nowadays. Like, yeah. I got a boy. Oh, it was um, Lisa. La Lisa. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Although La Lisa, the chorus is really catchy. Not to say, I mean, I think Savage is really catchy too. But for some reason, it just, it didn't quite stick with me. And I don't know why. Uh, I know what you mean. Like, it could be catchy in some ways, but I just thought it was weird. Like, a lot of the lyrics were kind of weird, too. Like, at one point, yeah. they're saying the We Love You Nav- Navis. Yeah. And I thought Navis was, like, the fan club or something like that, and that's why they were saying that. But no, Navis is the, um, excuse me, the AI in the universe that gave their avatar sentience. Wow, that is a complicated backstory. Yeah, but I don't, but it's just weird to have in the song. Yeah. I think they're really doubling down on that AI world concept because yeah. a lot of their lyrics works in those terms, right? Like Navis, 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 sorry. It's Navis. Navis, yeah, Navis. Um, I think they say something like Kwangya, which is like wilderness in Korean, mm. but it's meant to be like the world, the wilderness in the world. Yeah. Um, and I think there was something else, but I can't remember. Yeah, well, and speaking about the animated avatars and stuff like that, yeah, it didn't look that good. And they haven't really looked good in any of the songs, I feel like. I, I know Next Level only had them for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. So I did think they were moving away from the avatars a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the avatars were pretty huge in this one. And it looks a little off. But mm-hmm. it's weird because the Navis CGI avatar actually looked pretty good. But the mm-hmm. ones that were like versions of them kind of looked really cheap. It was kind of bizarre. Yeah, actually, yeah, I do have to agree with you. I, I think for me, I still don't quite get the AI counterparts concept. <laughs> Money. Yeah, but, but I do think Money's it's... <laughs> But I do think it's good animation. I think it does look weird because they have the 3D people, then mm. they have the 3D animation, and then at a certain po- point, yeah. it transitions into 2D animation. The 2D animation I thought was pretty good, but I don't Me know too. why they're working in so many animated versions. I'm not sure. Money? Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. so I appreciate, I definitely appreciate the animation. And I again, like you said, I prefer the 2D animation because it felt a lot more natural. Just, I don't know. Like, it, it was just, it just looked better yeah but there was definitely a lot of budget in this like mm-hmm. other than the avatars looking kind of weird like the rest of the music video is absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. i agree and um, i think for me in this specific song because normally i think um it's karina that stands out like for next level she was really like the face of that right. music video and the dance in this video for me winter and ningning really stands out both vocally and in the dance nice okay yeah no i didn't understand <laughs> too much i don't know the members individually very well <laughs> Yes. And then like winter because everyone There's only about. four people. <laughs> yeah, but it's not even that hard. Well, none Shame. of the songs have really interested me too much other than next level. Shame on you. Yeah, what was the first song, huh? It oh, wasn't yeah. oh, oh Black Mamba. Okay, you got me. <laughs> yeah, well do you understand the black do you understand Black Mamba in the universe and what it represents? I do not. Yeah. That's do for you? the best. <laughs> <laughs> the entire concept gets pretty next level. Uh next level. Next level. Oh okay. my goodness. Um yeah, I also just wonder if Facebook like likes their concept and sound in general. Like I wonder, like they joined this group, they're in SM, they're a big company, and that's all this extra stuff. I just wonder if they like it. I, to say. Yeah, I wonder too. No one will ever know except the four people in that group. Whoa. Yeah, it's for the production team. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and the next song on our list is Joe Yuri's Glassy. Oh, 
such a breath of fresh air, that song. Yeah, it's cute. You it's know what really, I wrote yeah. uh, in my comments for the song? Cute, catchy, safe. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's kind of oh. vicious, isn't it? Is it? No, it's cute and catchy. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with safe? There's nothing wrong with safe. It's kind of mean, isn't it? No, it's not <laughs> mean. But I totally agree. <laughs> it's just an opinion, okay? Yeah. I'm not trying to be mean. I think her music video is amazing. I think the song is, is really, really cute. Like, I would definitely add this to like an upbeat, you know, bubblegum pop type playlist. Yeah. Yeah, but I do think that it's nothing groundbreaking. I, I see it, I watch it, I'm like, this is just cute K-pop. You know, I actually had the same problem because I did say I was going to add it to my playlist and I put dot, dot, dot for now because mm. it is kind of safe. It is kind of, I have a bunch of other songs like this in my playlist already and this doesn't add too much new. Precisely. I think that's precisely the point. It's yeah. that there's so many other songs that, are similar to this one mm. i do think that if you're an is one fan you might like it a little bit more but she has two million views already so that's pretty good for her, so yeah i do i do like i really like the mv and like i think they put a lot of budget into this um, music video as well i what i my favorite part of the music video is the little town made of present boxes oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was surprised it had so much budget for yeah. just a soloist like this. Yeah, a super high quality MV production. And I love the whole concept. It's very like whimsical, yeah. fantastical. You know, s- kudos to the animators and the special effects artists because it looks really nice. Yeah, I heard the fan club's also going to be called Glassy. So I guess that's why they leaned into it so much with this video. Oh, something like that. that's yeah. cute. Yeah. On a side note, I cannot but help but think of the other Is One member that also came out with a solo recently. Do you know Kwang Yoon-bi? She came out with a solo called Door. No, no. I'm not going to try to hum the chorus, but <laughs> but that one, I feel like her concept was more interesting, mm. even if the music video seemed like it was of a lower quality. Oh. Do you recommend everyone to check it out? Yes, I do mm. recommend everyone to check it out. I don't really know her, but I love the song. Damn, okay. I have yeah. to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we have Sunmi's Go or Stop. Me. <laughs> I hope she lives forever. Yeah, she looks good in that pink hair. She does. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I learned so much about K-pop from this song. Did you now? Because I didn't realize how many like League of Legends slash video game <laughs> promo songs existed. So this yeah. song is f- not even for a game. It's for a team for yes. League of Legends. Yes. Did you see that coming? No, I didn't. So my my whole thing was that it says so I think the team's name is D sorry, DWG Kia or Damwon Kia. Yeah, Damwon Kia is yeah, awesome. Yeah, so at the beginning of the video it says sponsored by Kia or something. I thought they meant the car. <laughs> well, it could still be. 
No, I searched it up. It's oh. for the it's for the League of Legends team. So, because I was so confused, I was like, "Is this a commercial K-pop?" You know how like some K-pop music videos they make a whole song about a brand, like yeah. Samsung chocolate phone or something. Yeah, chocolate love. Yeah. Yeah, and then Mamamoo made one about these glasses. So yeah. I thought that's what it was, and then once I googled it, I was like, "Ah, it is a League of Legends team from South Korea." I mean, it's a good point. I guess it isn't so crazy. Like, there's also Lollipop from uh, Big Bang in 21. So yes. it's not like the idea of doing advertisement song is new. Mm-hmm. But for a League of Legends team, and like, it made me go down this whole rabbit hole. I didn't realize Jay Park also has one. <gasps> what? Which yeah, song? Yeah, for um, Gen G. I didn't. Oh, I forgot what the name was, but you can look it up pretty easily for the LOL team. And it's pretty funny because it also has like lyrics like "Pour passion into my fingers." Oh That's my a translation, gosh. but I'm Pour guessing. Pour passion you know, into it's my very, fingers. Like, it's very game oriented, right? In is the that lyrics. Game oriented, or is that more sexual? Because it was Jay Park. I was wondering. Yeah, it's like you gotta. I think he tried to work it in, work it in there. You know. <laughs> Do you remember Aquaman? Yeah, I remember Rock Man. So dirty. Yeah, I know. He's so explicit in that one, but in a way where it's like way too straightforward. You yeah, know? I uh, can't even say it. Uh, uh, yes. Maybe my parents check out this podcast. I, it says, I'll go down on you like a fish. <laughs> it's Jesus. not romantic at all. <laughs> I don't think that, I don't think Jay Park is known for his romanticness. True, true. Anyways, Sumi's Go or Stop, I think I really loved it on the first listen, and I mm-hmm. will keep going back to it. Does it remind you of Western pop more than K pop? Yeah, because I was thinking like this genre is not too often done in K-pop. Like this more like electric style. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool. I thought that was, I actually liked that about it. Yeah, it's a little bit different from what's going on in K-pop right now. Yeah, like I watched the video, even the video, the video yeah. and the song. It gave me like I don't know why a little bit of like Britney Spears, a little bit Ooh. of like Ariana Grande, like a Western female solo artist style almost. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but you didn't like that. No, I did like it. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you said you liked it on first listen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I meant, like, I loved it on first listen. There's some songs that take me a little while to get yeah. to grow on me. And, yeah, but NCT this one, sticker. Woo. Oh, my gosh. No, Jeff, no. I actually like that song. No. How dare you? Yeah. I know. My bad. Yeah, I didn't add this to my playlist. It's not my style of song. And it made me think of KDA. Yes. Like the other League of Legends based song and yeah. I did like that one more. So yeah. I was just like, eh, that's good enough for now. KDA yeah. hits a lot harder for sure. Yeah. Alright. Our next song is Sober by In Flying. This song is very timeless. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I know. It, I feel like it, when I listen to it, it doesn't necessarily feel like it's 2021. Oh. Like I could go back and listen to the song if I'm feeling kind of the blues. Yeah, it's very, it's perfect for fall. Yes. It is a very fall song. I agree. I have a total of four other comments for this song. I wrote, really <laughs> nice song, fits certain vibes. Ooh. I thought their plane was going to fly into the sun and explode oh in my the gosh. music video. What a, what a twist. <laughs> a necessary twist. Yeah. And then lastly, for choreo, none, because it's a band. Yes. Well, they, you know, jam. Yeah. Move their heads and all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I, I thought it was interesting. They had like a dreamlike filter over the entire video. Did you notice that? Like a little blurry. It was oh. really interesting. I'll play a little bit in the background if you want to look. Oh. But like, it doesn't look quite right. It kind of looks like a dream. So it really did fit that fall vibe. Or maybe their video camera was really low quality. Yeah, (laughs) no, I don't think so. It's definitely a vibe. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, with a plane, I'm guessing 
yeah, because they didn't have English subs on this, so I didn't exactly know what the lyrics were about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I can't tell. Is End Flying popular? Because I kind of regret adding this to our list to talk about. Because like Rooftop, one of their other songs, has 36 million views. Mm-hmm. This is sitting at 500,000 after a week. Oh, that's true. But it's also kind of like a more ballad song. So I guess maybe people aren't into that right now. Yeah, and that's why I'm not going to add it to my playlist because I don't like the chill songs too much. Yeah, it'll go on my chill vibes playlist when I'm feeling it. When you actually make a playlist one day. <laughs> one day, instead of just stealing it from other people. Right. Um, also, they do have kind of a weird English lyric in here where they say, I can't bring myself to realistic. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. You know, I get it. Yeah. Second language. But also, like... What does it mean? Well, also, I'm surprised, I guess, that, like... Yeah. And flying is a pretty big group that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about like some weird English and K-pop songs anymore. Like even Rookie from Red Velvet, like the single Lucky, which is fine. You know, Red Velvet, uh, Wendy's there, like she could correct them. But that's just like how it sounds in Korean. So they say it that way. Yeah. But like weird. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder is kind of uh, not, not on topic, but sometimes I wonder because in the South Korean K-pop industry, they have the resources to make sure that the pronunciation is accurate and to make sure that the lyrics make sense in other yeah. languages, right? Because they write songs in Japanese or they translate songs into Japanese. Yeah, I wonder how good the Japanese ones are. Yeah, I, I know that for BTS, some of them, it's a little awkward mm. um, and the pronunciation is not that great. Right. But yeah, anyways, so sometimes I wonder, is it just the music production process? Is it there's some kind of weird hierarchy or... Or, you know, people are afraid to speak up or, you know, they don't they don't want to make a point and stuff yeah. like that. And so these things don't get caught and they make it to production. And then listeners, you know, like us, listen to it. And we're <laughs> like, what does this mean? Yeah, because well, we don't give them money, you know, like, like that too much unless we go to shows and stuff like that True. once in a while when they come to Canada. So I know they don't care about us right. overall. And my guess would be like, especially with rookie being pronounced as like lucky. It's just because, yeah, that's how the Korean audience would pronunciate it. So it's easier for the Korean audience to digest. And maybe even with that line with realistic, like, you know, wait, what's, what's the, is that plurals or tenses or something like that? I, I don't want to think. Because it should have been, um, can't bring myself to reality, I guess. Uh, like maybe for Korean speakers, like that concept, whatever grammar. I, see, even I don't know how to explain it. Maybe for <laughs> them, it's just like, it gets too weird. So they left it that yeah, way. That's true. I just thought it was interesting. I think um, you make a really good point about we're not their biggest target audience. <laughs> we're barely target at all. Yeah. Like, I feel like even the albums I have bought in K-pop are probably, like, fake oh <laughs> anyways. So maybe I really contribute nothing. Canada's tiny. Do you have an ad blocker? I do. So we don't contribute much to the K-pop industry. Nope. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> moving on. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> ba 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 This week on K-pop News... Mnet's idol school manipulated trainees' rankings a total of 233 times during the show. Okay, I feel like <laughs> that article name, they made it that way to make it more eye-catching. For 233 times, I either don't believe them or that's like a weird way of calculating it. Yeah. But nonetheless, yeah, this story was insane. So It was, but are you surprised though? Because I'm not surprised. No, uh, I know it's Mnet too. I guess Mnet is the one who's most famous for manipulating shows, but I just feel like all those shows are probably messed up <laughs> yeah because in my mind it's you know what's the producer's goal is are they trying to make a really good tv show or are they trying to make a really ethical and fair elimination game well not just tv show but who do they already have like contracts with or who they have yeah responsibilities to or something exactly who are the stakeholders Ooh. 
Oof. Yeah. So I read that um, when the fourth round of eliminations were announced, the 10 trainees who were subject to elimination remained, while oh the gosh. 10 who were supposed to stay got eliminated. Yes. So already on that one elimination, 100% turnaround on that group. Yes, which, is, which crazy. is crazy. And I also read that one of the girls who was supposed to be ranked number one in one of the episodes, Lee Hae-in, mm. She was um, she dropped in the rankings just because the producer didn't feel like she fit the vibes. Yeah, straight up. Yeah, she was one of the most popular contestants, but she was like eliminated by episode five or six. Yeah, sorry, we should mention this is for from from Miss Nine. Yes, that's right. So the whole thing was that all of the from Miss from Miss Nine girls were already selected prior to the game show starting. Yeah, and that's why it got manipulated. So they kind of just manipulated. One big time. Yes. But I guess 233, that's the number they picked. Yes. And, and did you see what the producer got for all this? Like all this mayhem? One year in prison and a charge of $8,000. I know. <laughs> it's 10 million Korean won, which sounds a little bit more impressive, but <laughs> yeah. it's about 8,000 USD. Yeah. Which is nothing for that's ruining, no- pe- literally ruining people's lives. Yeah, I know they've reached a settlement with people who were affected by the, the manipulation, but how much could that realistically be? Exactly, like? and and the opportunity cost there, right? Yeah. Lee Hae-in would have been, she would have made it to the final group. How different would her life be? Right yeah, now? and I thought From Us 9 was going to be more affected by this, but they're still releasing music. They seem to be doing okay. I think there was some backlash for some time, yeah. but that group is already existing, so what can you do? Yeah, and also they're not that popular, I feel like. No, they have really good songs. They do have really good songs, but yeah. I feel like if they were more popular, the backlash would have been worse. Yeah, well, or maybe they're just not that popular because of this as well. Right. Who know. knows? Yeah. Um, so second news story, we have uh, G-Friend, Sinbi, Yunha, and Umji to V-Debut as a three-member group. I love it. Their name is going to be Vivi's. Or yeah, it's still a rumor right now. Right. But it was something like the trademark came out where yes. the company went for it. And it's definitely a more mature concept. They came out with this mm-hmm. like video introduction where it was all black and white. And yeah. they were like classy. a little, yeah, a little more classy, dressed up in suits. And it's very, very different from G-Friend's whole image. And yeah. I think, oh my gosh, I was here when G-Friend first debuted. And they came <laughs> out with the cute schoolgirl concept, which I loved. And then they followed that with a couple of other ones. And it was only recently they started transitioning into the sexy concept. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That, that kind of goes for most groups, isn't it? They always start off with a cutesy concept and slowly That's mature, true. Yada, yada. Like how long can you be a girl group, right? <laughs> with the, a woman group? Yeah, a woman group. That's right. Yeah, that's people say that all the time. <laughs> a pop group. Let's go with that. Ooh, yeah. Oh, actually, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I saw, um, yeah, so it's Big Planet Made, which is a company that signed them. And they also recently signed Soyu. Yeah, so Soyu was their first artist. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, not at all. No, so it looks like the company's doing well. They're yeah. pretty new, so. Yeah, we'll I, all the best. And I hope they succeed. And I'm excited for their first song. Yeah, same. All right, our third news of the week is the court orders MLD Entertainment to pay former Momoland member Daisy her unpaid earnings of 79 million Korean won, which is about 66,000 USD. Yeah, this story was kind of crazy. Yeah? Did you see why she got charged? It was unreal. I did. Yeah, so um, Momoland was created from a survival show called Finding Momoland. Um, all these shows are corrupt and terrible. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it's basically what, what happened is Daisy didn't make the cut, and she joined the group later. Mm-hmm. Um, so her contract was signed 2017. The show was 2016, something like that. But even though she didn't make the cut, she's they charged her 66,000 USD for the production cost 
of the show for the group. Yeah. And that 66 USD was charged to each uh, member of the group. So it was yes. 10 members total. Yeah. And they just put all the cost on them for the entire show. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> yeah, that makes absolutely no sense. Even in contract signing, how, do, how does that fly? The girl wasn't even part of the group. Yeah, well, it's curious because I wonder what's going to happen with the other nine members. We haven't heard anything court-related to them. Because mm-hmm. this case was a little bit different because she didn't join the group after the show even happened. Right. But maybe these girls, with the initial contract when they joined the show and mm-hmm. joined the group, um, they already incurred that cost. Like, they already agreed to it. Yeah. So in this special case, the court ruled that she didn't have to pay the 66K. Or she got the 66K back, rather, because she yes. initially had paid it. Yeah. Um, that's crazy though. I know. I think this raises a question about how ethical is this, right? Like you're producing a show and, but you're splitting the cost between the show contestants. I I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah. Like for example, (laughs) like Big Brother, right? That's Mm. a show that has different contestants i don't think you have to pay to be on that show or, yeah pay for the production cost yeah or pay for, exactly or pay to, for the production cost that makes no sense no it's unreal or if you're an actor right you're acting in a movie do mm. you pay for the production cost i don't think so no. yeah <laughs> well the only thing that might make me feel better about the story is like oh yeah if daisy had originally made like two million off being in mobile land i just feel like that probably didn't happen maybe the 66k goes a long way a hundred percent. I will love. Please, someone give me sixty six k. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'd always want six k. Yeah. Okay. Right. But like, it's hard to believe Mobile Land would be like millionaires, the members themselves. Yeah. No, I agree. I think you're absolutely right. So I'm glad they did get paid. I hope the other members also get compensation. But who knows? Because the situation is a little bit different for them. Yeah. Fingers Whack. crossed. Whack. Do 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 do. Wow! Wow! Top five. Wild West themed K-pop music videos. Yeah, we're gonna get some cowboys up in this. That's and cowgirls. Right. Yes, lots of cowgirls. Honestly, yeah, I feel like there's way more girl groups in this category than guy groups. Did yeah. you notice that? It's a sexy concept, I think. Guys can look sexy in cowboy hats. That's true. That's true. I think in most media, it's normally the guys wearing the cowboy hats too. Cowboy hats. Yeah, See? Look. I know. Bang. I know, right? <laughs> All right, yeah. so let's start with my number five. And it's Super M's 100. Sorry if you heard me laughing. It's just super is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with that sentiment. And also I picked this one. It's not even a actual Wild West themed. Yeah. It's just in like one scene. Taman's in this full like cowboy gear, <laughs> but it's like black and white. Yeah, we should clarify that. Normally in the episode I mentioned like, oh, what wouldn't make the cut because it's not as related to this topic. Right. This one, like, if they had a cowboy hat, it's legit. It's in. <laughs> yes, that's all they need. Yeah, because this is a little harder than we expected. I thought there was going to be a lot of songs like this. Yeah. I think the issue was there's a lot of good songs, but yes. there's not actually that many. Yes, I completely agree. Also, on the topic of Super M, I do think this is one of their more catchier songs and also the better concepts because mm. I think the first song that they came out with, which was the one that... Oh, Dropping. Yes. <laughs> it was... Um, a very unrelatable song and it took itself too seriously what, you don't like jumping and hopping i uh, like, i have no words relatable? for that song except that i loved mark's rap 
Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh Listen man, I could listen to that on repeat forever. That man is great. I think they had that on YouTube actually, just as part on Louvre. Oh my god, they you're do. Your head. Yep. They do. <laughs> I have watched that video. Nice. <laughs> actually, we probably watched it together. Now that I think about it, I think so. Um. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I don't know much about the song. <laughs> if that's the best you can do for your number five. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. What's your number five, Jeff? Uh, secret poison. <gasps> I bet you didn't expect this one. No. So. <laughs> I wanted to get the gunshot noises in there because this entire music video is ridiculous because I didn't think in K-pop groups they ever kill people <laughs> and they straight up murder people in this music video. I was like, is that, is that a brand safe concept to go for? It's a good question. But um, yeah, great song. Not one of Secret's best songs and kind of like the theme is all over the place. It's a little bit detective-y and not cowboy-y. Um, but yeah, it's a good song. It is. I'll give it to you. That definitely feels a little Wild West with yeah. the style of the guns and the style of the outfits. Yeah. Do you know what those outfits are called? I tried to do research on them. Uh, no, but they but they kind of remind me like of... Like girl outfits, you know, with like the tinsel. Yeah. Kind of... Yeah, exactly. Like the flapper. Flapper, girls. thank you. I was trying yeah. so hard to look that up. <laughs> oh my God, saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> saved your life. <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic. Um, yeah, no, I really like that song. I forgot it existed. And I really, really miss that group. I uh, Secret was so good. Yeah. They didn't get what they deserved. They had to do a bunch of weird concepts sometimes. I agree. Um, so you're number four. My number four is Brown Eye Girls, Kill Bill. Girl power. Yeah, I really miss Gaian because I'm pretty sure she's kind of canceled now. It, ooh, wh- what happened to Gaian? What, what um, am I missing? I believe, and sorry if I'm wrong, everyone, I believe um, stuff was found in her bag at the airport, like medicine and oh, like that kind of classic goodness. stuff. I don't know if she's canceled, canceled but I do miss her. I, I don't know if she's active. Yeah, but. I miss her too. And I think Brown Eyed Girls is just not active anymore. I don't oh, yeah. think they've. I don't think they've ever actively disbanded, but mm. I'm not sure if they're actively even making music together yeah i don't believe they're yeah. but great song 2013 uh, yeah. i actually <laughs> don't feel like the song's that old but. cry <laughs> all right jeff what's your number four my number four is super tuner's mamacita ah uh, yes a classic a weird song <laughs> i love the chorus and the choreo for that yeah the, they're hitting themselves in the head yeah ah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah 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 and then the next part is the other hand hitting the other way ah, yeah, 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 yeah. genius how do you think of this stuff i'm not sure <laughs> yeah it's a good song it's catchy not one super junior's best songs i would say that's why it's kind of number four but eh. yeah to me super junior will still be it's not even sorry sorry that comes to mind mm. it's um 
their debut song, which I can't oh. even remember the name of now. Which... <laughs> but you like it more than Sorry Sorry? Yes. At least you remember the name, Sorry I Sorry. I should <laughs> remember the name of their debut song, but I cannot. Uh, they, they do have some good ones, but they've always had kind of weird music <laughs> overall. Oh, man, The Devil was so good. Black Suit was pretty Devil. good, too. Yeah, yeah. Kind of miss them, too. I know they're still releasing music, but... They are. They have had so many member issues in the past. Yeah. Lots of heartbreak with the bands and the and the fans for sure. Yeah, and Heechul kind of having an injured leg as well. Like, yeah, it's okay though. Yes, okay. I'm glad that you picked the song because I, I didn't want to pick it, ah. so we wouldn't have a shared song. But ah. it's your number three. My number three is G Idol's Dumpty Dumpty. What a catchy and great song. Yeah. The reason I kind of justified for not picking it was like, it kind of reminds me more of Summer than like anything Wild West themed. But it's like definitely Wild West themed, like in the music video. Yes. And it's a great song. Yes. It's Wild, it's Summer in the Wild West. Great. Great. <laughs> That's why I picked it. It's weird. It just has like a like old white guy in the opener and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird music video. Yeah. Sometimes I really question how K-pop <laughs> uses certain certain themes and concepts. And right. I question the both ethicalness and <laughs> sensitivity. Like oh. cultural sensitivity. Yeah. I feel like Blackpink has ran into that trouble the most. Yeah? You think so? Oh, yeah. They had one... I'm not even going to get into it because I don't want to say something wrong. <laughs> or like Jay Park, I guess, too. I mean, right. he said, like, praise me like Allah or something like that. Ugh. Yes, that was a huge thing on Twitter. But he apologized. Yeah. Yes. He owned up to it. Yeah. And Black and people removed great. whatever it was in the music video. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Makes hmm. sense. Um, all right. So my number three. Oh, okay. But you have as your number two. Yes. So, I have the song as my number two. So maybe we'll just go to my number two. Yeah, we'll combine it. So my number three and your number two. Yes. Is Nine Muses, Gun. Nine Muses was so underrated. What an iconic song. Yeah, only 5 million views. That's honestly heartbreaking. I know, undeserved. I know that when they were active, they weren't the most popular group. Yeah. I still enjoyed a lot of their songs. Mm -hmm. I do think when they debuted, the market was really saturated. I can't remember how right. many groups, but there was a lot of new girl groups coming out. Everyone was trying to stand out. Nine Muses' whole concept was that they're all over a certain height. They're, yeah, they're like all models. Model. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't think, I think it was good as a gimmick at the beginning, mm. but I don't think it was enough to capture people's attention, even though their songs were good. I was kind of part of that problem because Rainbow was around the same time. Right. And the style of song was kind of similar. I always got Rainbow and Nine Muses confused, which is pretty bad. That's so correct. I did the exact same thing. Yeah, but like Nine Muses Gun, Nine Muses Wild. Mm -hmm. They had so many good songs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so regrettable. I think if they came out now, they might actually have a better reception because yeah. the competition for 
this uh, style of concept that they're doing is very, it's not it's not popular right now. Well, we were saying like all the girl groups start with cutesy concept, yes. but not Nine Muses. Nine Muses was always like straight up sexy. Bam, sexy. Bam. All right, so then my number two is going to be Kara's Cupid. I'm worried if you're going to fight me on this <gasps> one. Let's find out. I was about to flat out reject your choice until I saw the chorus and their pink cowgirl outfits. They're literally in cowboy outfits the entire time for no reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's, the rest of the music video is just a white background or whatever it is, but they're dressed in cowgirls. That's true. Outfits. It makes me think about how many music videos nowadays always have a storyline. When's the last yeah. time like a music video came out that actually had no storyline at all? Because this is hmm. one of them. This was 2015, though, so it's already a little bit old. That's um, a great question. Yeah. I do think, and I don't know if it's correlated, but mm. BTS is a lot of their albums have storylines. Yeah. And I think they probably influenced a little bit the K-pop industry of some of the newer ones where now a lot of groups have just like fully fleshed out backstory and concepts. I can't think of the last music video that didn't have a storyline. This is crazy. Yeah. Not just BTS, just any group. It's actually I'm wild. Sure. Well, Tens Paint Me Naked, I don't think that one had a storyline, <laughs> did it? Wasn't That's it just true. him looking sexy? Yeah, at least it was outside, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like he was going somewhere. He was going somewhere. Kara's just here dancing. And That's I true. gotta say, Cupid, like the last two songs from Kara, like, blow my mind about how good they were. Like, Mamma Mia and the song. Yeah, so good. So, so good. Miss Kara right. a lot. Yeah. Oh, me too. Thankfully, I have twice now. Mm. Wow. <laughs> wow. I see. You have replaced. replaced. <laughs> yeah, All right. And we have the exact same number one. That's right. I'm noticing, which is Itzy's Not Shy. Great pick, Mary. <laughs> Great pick, Jeff. Thank Thanks. you. <laughs> number definitely deserve number one. A hundred percent. I got really distracted watching the music video and like forgot we were recording a podcast. <laughs> no, we're just talking as friends. Yeah, exactly. People are just listening in on us. Exactly. Um, wow. I mean, best Itzy song in my opinion, in the first place. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, think about it. I know yeah, you hate Dala Donna, but I love Dala Donna. Um yeah, and then the dance probably the best dance from Itzy as well. I love those dances. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, everything in the song is just the best that Itzy has. I yeah, know. yeah. I just, every time I watch a music video, their presence is so strong. So. I get, yeah, I get sucked into the music video. Even when I was just watching the music video for this podcast, I just, like, watched the entire thing. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it makes me think, like, uh, sometimes with, like, Aespa's concept, I always expect them to be, like, as good of dancers as Itzy. And that's honestly yeah. how I feel about Aespa. Which is, like, Itzy's such good dancers. Mm-hmm. And like Ace was also trying to be like badass and cool. Mm. If they could dance like Itzy, mm-hmm. I think they can dance like Itzy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But the choreography doesn't allow them to. Exactly. Yeah, I 100 percent agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Karina's pretty good. Winter's pretty good. Nini stands out as well. 
Giselle's good, but she doesn't quite stand out as an individual dancer. Mm. So I'm not quite sure yet. Like, I think Espa's entire concept, yes, they dance well, but it doesn't revolve around it. Whereas yeah. I feel like Itzy's concepts re- does revolve around them being good dancers. That's a good point. That's a really good point. But Itzy dancing is just so good. So good. They're definitely the best in K-pop right now, I feel. The dancers I look forward to the most. Yes, I agree. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, that was the top five. That was our top five. Thank you so much for listening. And please get in touch with us. You can find us on Instagram at pardonmykpop.podcast or on Twitter at pardonmykpop, Patreon at pardonmykpop. And you can also find us through Gmail if you want to send us a email. <laughs> how, how old are we? <laughs> how old are we? Uh, we would like a well-crafted email. You can find our MySpace page. On. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> no. right. You can send us an email at pardonmykpop at gmail.com. Yeah, and let us know in the Instagram comments for this episode. Um, what song would be on your list for the top five? Did we miss something? Do you hate us for picking Itzy as number one? Let we, us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Mm. Yeah, thanks everyone. See y'all later. <laughs>